0: This is Episode 1, Beyond Udemy. Hello, and welcome to the eCourse Domination Podcast, where we deep dive into all aspects of online course creation, from concept to marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. When people think of online course development, the first thing that comes to mind are the big platforms such as Udemy where anybody can produce a course on anything. And that's a booming industry in itself, but online course delivery has a much broader reach than the likes of Udemy. In fact, the online learning industry is expected to reach $107 billion this year, and it's showing no signs of slowing down. Platforms like Udemy are great for anyone looking at earning an additional income, and we will be discussing Udemy and similar platforms in future episodes. Nonetheless, the main focus of this episode is everything but Udemy. However, before we dive deep into the ways online courses can improve your business, are you looking for top quality graphics and templates for your course presentations? Grabbing any odd image off the internet is fraught with danger. Nobody wants to get sued. Ain't nobody got time for that. Plus, there's always that problem of watermarks and trying to get a standard professional look and feel to your design. That's why I use Presenter Media for all my graphic and template needs. The library Presenter Media is continually growing. And once subscribed, you'll have unlimited access to presentation templates, images, animations, and video backgrounds. Take their headaches out of your course presentation design and check out my affiliate link at ecoursedomination.com slash presenter media. That is presenter media. Presenter Media is not a free service, but I know you will find it well worth the small investment. Let's start with the role of mini-courses as lead magnets. Offering something of value to your prospective customer or client, even if it's as simple as a three or five part email series, is a great way to build the list. Coaches and consultants can use this strategy to start building a relationship with prospective clients with a view to winning them over and rolling them into their program. Product developers can use mini courses to educate prospects on the reasons they need a particular product. Health and fitness products are a great example where you can provide valuable information and educate your prospect along the way. In this day and age, where people are constantly being bombarded with advertising material, offering something of true value up front really helps you stand out. Recently I downloaded a trial version of a keyword research tool. All of a sudden I was getting a daily email on not only how to use the program, I was getting a lesson in advanced competition analysis. This series of emails was delivering a mini course. Now I may or may not end up purchasing that software, I am comparing a couple of different products but the competitor products didn't offer the same service. So when it comes down to the final decision, if it's too close to separate the products based on functionality, I may take those emails into consideration as I reach for my credit card. Okay, let's move on to internal training systems for business. Creating a quality online training product makes sense for so many reasons, regardless of the size of the business. Having a standardised online training system ensures that every employee receives the same level of training, Even for businesses with relatively small staff numbers, there are major benefits in cost, time and productivity. Having the course accessible at all times, you don't have to wait for trainer availability or sufficient numbers. And you don't even have to book a venue or pay for refreshments. For larger companies with multiple locations, the use of online training delivery offers so much. No more flying trainers around to all the offices or flying staff to training events. I remember back to my IT days, when I was a software designer, and I was contracted to this company out of Munich. And the company wanted all the designers to be trained up on this particular software package. And I was living in Australia at the time, as I do now. And so the company flew me all the way to Munich to attend this course for two weeks. And I was the only one in the room who couldn't speak German fluently. Entschuldigen Sie. Sprechen Sie Englisch? So the instructor, being German, with English as her second language, had to try to relate the course material in English and she was missing a lot. Complaints came through from the other students in the course saying that they weren't getting the information they required. And so she had to revert back to German, which meant that There was no use me attending the class because I couldn't understand a word she said. So here was this company. They flew me all over. They, They flew me from Australia to Munich, put me up in a hotel, fed me for two weeks and I couldn't attend the course. Now, if that was a multilingual online training system, I could have actually sat in my home office on the Gold Coast in Australia and studied that course in my home in my native language and got a lot more out of it. So that's just one way that uh, online course delivery can really save cost when you don't have to fly your staff around, put them up in hotels and feed them for the duration of the course. Now let's move on to another area where you may not have considered online course delivery as an option, and that's workshops. Now if you do hold workshops, you can move all the theory over to an online delivery system and then your participants can complete that prior to attending. This frees the face-to-face time up for demonstration and practical skills. And then you may even be able to cut a three-day workshop down to a two- or two-and-a-half-day face-to-face without reducing the fee. Now, splitting the delivery between face-to-face and online works really well in many industries, and take a look at the first aid training where, for example, all the theory is done online before attending the practical face-to-face component of the course. Universities have been moving a lot of their material over to online delivery for some time now, but what about the smaller vocational and technical colleges? Delivery of certification and diploma level courses can in part be moved to online delivery. This allows the student to complete a percentage of the lectures in their own time. And of course, teaching staff should be on hand to assist students with any questions they may have. I personally like online training, both as an instructor and as a student. As an instructor, I can continually hone and improve my material. As a student, I have materials that I can refer back to as I need them. Notes are great, but being able to replay a lecture in part or full can't be beaten. In short, there are many ways you can incorporate online training into your business. Regardless of whether the training is targeted at your staff, prospects, or existing clients, the creation of the training program is more or less the same. There are skills you are going to need. And hosting decisions to be made. That's what this podcast is all about. We delve into all aspects of online course creation and marketing. If you're looking at creating a course, either for your business or to post up on sites like Udemy, then this is the place to be. Please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you like this episode, please leave a rating and review.